Welcome to Fertility Friendly Food. I'm your host, Stephanie Velarkis, accredited practicing dietitian and nutritionist and director of The Dietologist, an Australian-based practice focused on optimizing fertility through nutrition. This podcast will bring you snack-sized episodes for you to learn, grow, and be inspired by the latest research, facts, and practical lifestyle tips about eating well for optimal fertility, helping you cut through the confusion and myths to take back some of the control on your fertility journey, one bite at a time. Hey everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Fertility Friendly Food, the podcast. My name is Stephanie Velarkis, and I'm an expert fertility and pregnancy dietitian and founder of The Dietologist, and of course, your host. And I have helped thousands of people just like you who are maybe starting out on your preconception journey, or perhaps you're in the thick of fertility treatments, and I've helped them with their diet, nutrition, and lifestyle in a really practical way to help them on their journey to parenthood. So if you are keen to learn more, then definitely stay tuned in this episode. And there is a whole bunch of helpful links in the show notes below, including our free masterclass, the top four diet mistakes that I see people making when it comes to their fertility. You can tune in and learn some more there. So without any further ado, let's get into this episode. Today's episode is all about letting go of perfectionism when it comes to your fertility diet. So one of the biggest things that I see in both clinic and in my DMs are people really fussing around extremely small details, trying to get everything perfect because then if everything's perfect, then it has to work. And then if it doesn't work, well, at least it wasn't my, wasn't something that I could have controlled. And they become crippled in this perfectionism on their fertility diet or fertility lifestyle changes. And so I really wanted to create this episode to really unpack this topic. It's a little bit different to some of my other episodes, but a couple of these episodes I'm going to be bringing out over the next couple of weeks are going to be focused a lot more around, I guess, mindset surrounding fertility and preconception health and nutrition, because as much as it's so important for you all to know the role of folic acid and folate and iodine and zinc and egg quality and sperm quality and choline and vitamin D on your health and well-being in preconception, it's not just information that you can then you know, just take on board and apply. But also, how do you let go of being perfect? How do you be flexible? How do you still enjoy and embrace life outside of trying to conceive? And so I just wanted to shine a light on these topics over the next couple of weeks with these episodes. I, I really do hope that they connect with you, they resonate with you, and they're helpful for you. So let's get into today's episode, letting go perfectionism when it comes to your fertility diet. So I often find it comes down to a few things that gets people really caught up in perfectionism when it comes to fertility. And that's often because as we're growing up as young people, you know, in our teens, 20s, 30s, 40s, if we've set our mind to it in in terms of a life goal and achievement, whether it be career, school, university, holidays, financial goals, buying a property, maybe even relationships, you've set an intention, you set a goal and you work hard and you achieve it. So when it comes to trying for a baby, it can be really frustrating that this doesn't translate to this space. Just because you're trying really hard and you're doing all the right things 
and you are working towards that goal in all the proactive ways you possibly can be, it doesn't always translate to the outcome that you want, which is pregnancy or a baby. And there's just this element of X factor when it comes to fertility and conception that we still don't 100% yet really understand. And that's part of why that that uh, doesn't always translate. Now, the other thing that I often find is there's an increased attention and effort towards positive actions towards a goal. But there is a cut point. There is a cut point where too many positives actually can start to impact you negatively. Eating a bit too, you know, only focusing on nutrient-dense foods and being fearful of other foods like chocolate or going out for pasta or having deep-fried hot chips or eating something that has salami in it every now and then isn't really going to make or break. But when you've focused so much on being perfect in every realm of your fertility journey, that these things are going to be crippling for you to to do and to enjoy. And if you do enjoy them, they will not be enjoyed (laughs) for very long. You will soon feel guilt or shame or fear about a consequence as a result of consuming that food or drink. And that is certainly the knife, the knife edge where things go from potentially helpful to certainly very negative for our mental and even physical well-being as well. For other people, the perfectionism presents with obsessive Googling, second-guessing, doubting yourself, and that then increases stress with stats showing that about 96% of those experiencing fertility issues experience stress. I don't think that's a very surprising statistic. It is naturally one of the most stressful times in your life. When it comes to your fertility diet, this really can create issues, this, this perfectionism a tendency or whatever you want to call it. Some people think it's part of their personality. I I call it a perfectionism tendency because it means it's more modifiable than saying it's part of your personality. But it really does translate to withdrawing yourself from social eating situations. So that means see you later, date nights, friends' birthdays, weddings, because you are going to be presented with sugar and alcohol and too much cheese and prosciutto. And what if you're pregnant and you ate a raw oyster in the two-week wait? Like, what's going to happen? So I think when it comes to striving for perfection and the way that perfectionism manifests in this fertility diet space, the first and most important thing I want to say to you is that there is no such thing as perfection on this path. It's all a moving target. And it's really hard to digest because everyone wants to tick all the boxes and then go, ah, well, Either if it's not working, it's not because of anything I did or didn't do. And if I tick all the boxes, then it must work. And both of those ideologies are flawed because it doesn't take into account the uncontrollable factors uh, very well at all. Sadly, fertility just doesn't work like that. It, It might be the first time in your life that you've encountered working really hard at something and it's just not translating to that outcome that you're hoping for. And there are so many downsides beyond just stress when it comes to perfectionism on your fertility journey, feelings of quote unquote failure. And I really hate that word uh, being used in the context of fertility treatment. My cycle failed. I didn't get any embryos. They The embryos failed to develop. Um, the embryo failed to implant. I just hate all that language. This cycle you didn't conceive. I think that is a much nicer way to put it. Sure, it's not delightful, but it's certainly better than using the word failed all the time because a lot of people 
go on to internalize that and that then shines through when they're not doing quote unquote all the things for their fertility. The other issue with perfectionism on your fertility journey is it can actually create nutrient deficiencies and gaps. People that cut things out because they read it on Google or on a blog, um, like gluten or dairy or overcrowding a diet with too much of a good thing and eating way too many green leafy vegetables and fruits, and then there's no room for healthy fats and proteins and carbohydrates, which actually help your hormones to work properly properly um, or you start losing a lot of weight um, and that can switch your period off. There's lots and lots of different consequences that can occur due to overly focusing on specific foods in your diet for your fertility. Not feeling certain that you're getting enough from your diet so you start popping supplements like they're going out of fashion. So a lot of people will just go, oh, I'm just not sure if I'm getting enough X. So I decide to start a supplement. But they've got no, you know, context as to whether that's actually the right or relevant thing to do for them. So that can be really dangerous because there is such a thing as nutrient excesses and toxicities, and it's also hurting your back pocket too. And of course, it can also devolve into disordered eating or an eating disorder under the guise of following a fertility diet. Whether you have a history of it in your past or never before experienced it, I have seen this happen and it's definitely a big risk associated with focusing on any kind of dietary or lifestyle shift. And none of the above, none of it is really helpful on your trying to conceive journey. Whilst I will be the very first person, you know me, to stick up for the importance of proactive actions around our health and lifestyle before conceiving and having specific and targeted nutrition strategies for your fertility circumstances and undeniably makes a difference, doing it imperfectly is more than enough. And in my opinion, better than striving for perfection. And remember, perfection doesn't exist anyway. So you might go, wow, there are so many downsides to striving for perfection and maybe this is something I need to start letting go of. But Steph, how do I start? How do I start letting go of this perfectionistic mindset? This is a lot easier said than done. And if it's something that is invading many elements of your life, which for many people it does, I would really recommend that you connect with a mental health care professional, psychologist to help you work through it. But I just wanted to share a couple of practical tips and a few examples, and hopefully some of these connect and resonate with you and you can apply them. So one of my favorite things that a psychologist once taught me was the locus of control, which is understanding what is in our circle of control and what isn't. For example, we can't change the weather and that might mean your evening sports game that you use for your exercise each week has been cancelled. That's completely out of your control that that happened, for example. With fertility and even your diet, there are some controllable factors, but a lot is just not in our control. We cannot change our egg count, our age, our genetics, our medical or family histories. Sure, we can modify our diet, our mindset, our exercise, our sleep, our supplements and explore fertility treatments when we want to or if we are ready to. We can reduce our toxin exposure. We can do all these things. But here's the thing, we don't need to do all of the above at 100% intensity all the time. I'm going to repeat that. We don't need to do all the things at 100% all the time. In fact, getting to bed at 10 p.m. on weekdays and having a bit of a funky weekend sleep pattern on the weekend is okay. 
taking your prenatal every day and then leaving it at home and forgetting about it on a weekend away with your friends or partner is a-okay. Going out for a burger on a Friday night every now and then and enjoying it without dwelling on any of the feelings afterwards is a-okay. Not eating a green vegetable every single day without fail is a-okay. Eating a bag of chips from the petrol station on a road trip because there's nothing else around is a-okay. Not going for a walk because it's cold and rainy and you're not feeling like it and you know you're just pushing through just because is a-okay. In fact, I get more concerned as a fertility dietitian when people are doing all of the above a little too quote-unquote perfectly because it comes at a cost. Is it mental or is it physical? And I also get really concerned about how they will handle pregnancy where more uncontrollable factors are thrown at you, like unexpected nausea, food aversions, changes to the plan when it comes to the course of your pregnancy, care, your labor or birth, for example. Embracing flexibility and letting go of rigidity is key when it comes to letting go of perfectionism when trying to conceive. So here it is, my official permission slip from me to you. You have unconditional permission to abandon the dietary restrictions, the perfectionistic mentality, and to let go of the researching stress and overwhelm whilst trying to have the quote-unquote perfect fertility-friendly diet, which doesn't exist anyway. Love from Steph, your fertility-friendly dietitian and nutritionist who's helped thousands of people just like you embrace a flexible and less stressful path to optimal preconception nutrition. If you resonated with this episode, I just want to let you know that you are not alone with this. These struggles are completely valid. And if you're stuck on this perfectionism hamster wheel, I really encourage you to reach out for some support. We are here to help. It isn't trivial. It isn't too small of a problem to ask for help on. You can book in with us via our website, thedietologist.com.au, and there's a link below as well. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Don't forget to check out our free masterclass on the top four nutrition mistakes that I see people making. Hint, hint. This is part of it in the show notes below that you can check out and there is a bonus e-guide for you to download at the end as well. Don't forget to subscribe, follow on whatever podcasting platform you're currently listening on. Leave us a five-star rating and review. This is the number one and free way you can support this podcast. So please take 5.5 seconds and go and leave us a five-star review. We are still 100% independent. So we are doing this for you. So we really appreciate your support and also share it with a friend who might benefit as well. I'll catch you in the next episode, everyone. Bye.